Blog Talk Radio. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Uh, I'm Sue and hope everybody is all okay. Do you know what? I haven't done a weather report on the Ask Sue Show. Tonight uh, it is very dark. No, it's not night time. Um, and it's, it's quite, actually it's quite windy here. I don't know where um, how everybody else is going on in the UK, but it's been it's gone a bit cool tonight. So uh, hope everybody's all wrapped up and all okay. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who's joining us in the chat. We've got a few in there. Hope everybody's all okay. Um, and also, everybody, please go and share the show. Tell everybody about this very worthwhile show. Um, obviously, you know we've been doing uh, loads with the Ask Sue show. Um, so if anybody's first time in, uh, welcome. And also, go to Facebook and join the Ask Sue show. Uh, we've got a group there with some lovely people, some a little bit crazier than others, but all working very hard with various um different things going on there so please join us there and if you'd like to share any links and also we've got a group of ask sue rescues um and we've got loads of different groups loads of different things going on and a lot of people working very very hard now one of those people that are working very very hard at the moment is a lady that we've got on the show tonight called kerry who's um got a group going on facebook called stop puppy farming and end the cruelty. Hi, Kerry, how are you doing? Hi, Sue, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Uh, all good, all good. We're getting there slowly but surely, but good. <laughs> good, good stuff. So, Kerry, should we start? Would you like to explain uh, what you're all about and your group and everything? Yes, sure. Um, well, uh, SPEC, as we're known for, uh, for short for Stop Puppy Farming and Cruelty, um, we uh, got together and founded our, our organization about two years ago now. Um, we started off very small um, with just a small group of us um, who had met through various different forums. Um, we uh, all owned ex-puppy farm breeding uh, bitches, uh, and we got together and decided we wanted to do something about the awful trade of puppy farming, um, which is going on, you know, it's a worldwide problem, um, but uh, we, we, have a, we have a large problem here in the UK. Um, and so that's uh, when we got together. And from there, um, we have grown and grown. We're, we're, we're quite getting on to be quite a large organization now. 
uh, and we have sort of several aspects to us. We have um, a, a team that go out and uh, visit rescue shows um, and get the raise awareness, get the message out to the public about what's going on. Um, and we also have um, a team of investigators that will look into people's complaints and visit premises. Um, and um, also uh, all, all sorts of other people. We've got a, a great team that work on our Facebook page and answer our email inquiries and also sort of um, marketing and branding. So uh, we've grown quite considerably in the last two years. I was just going to say, again, more people are working very, very hard behind the scenes, obviously. Absolutely. I mean, we couldn't, we really couldn't do, um, you know, do it without all the people that worked so hard for us. Well, I've just put um, the link onto the chat. So everybody um, who's listening, please join um, Stop Puppy Farming, End the Cruelty on Facebook. I've put the links on there. Please go and join. Now, I'm just having a quick look, and um, yes, you've got 2,595 looks. That's good, isn't it? Looks. What on earth was that all about? <laughs> Let's try again. You've got 2,595 likes. And obviously have, you're sharing it well because it's got 1,111. How funny is that? One, 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 one. Talking <laughs> about this. You know, that's actually the most important figure. Um, you know, we, we, I think all pages get people that come on and like and disappear. But, but with spec, um, we do find that our, that our, um, our members stay and they share and they comment. Um, and we also uh, work closely with other other groups as well, um, and we share each other's stuff. So it's not um, it's not all about um, and puppy farming on our on our wall. Uh, you know, with the very sad demise of Lennox, we've been sharing that story as well, um, and that's um, and that's how we we sort of made a, a great great lot of of good friends on Facebook uh, just by sharing everything and uh, becoming Absolutely. quite a community. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, do you think that um, Lennox has literally opened the doors of different avenues around dogs, obviously not just with the BSL laws, but obviously with yourselves, do you think that that's opened the door for a lot of other things as well? Well, as far as SPAC are concerned, um, we are so busy with... Um, with, with dealing with the anti-puppy farming stuff, um, that, that, that personally, as, as a group, we sort of wouldn't be looking um, to move away from, from that. However, um, our individual members, um, one of our members was, was sort of uh, co-organised co- um, the event in London, and uh, another one did, did the one in um, did the one in Wales um, last Saturday. So they are very, very um, involved in. In, in, in other sort of uh, rescue work and, and raising awareness as well. Absolutely. Because, obviously, we know we, we've got links being shared everywhere at the moment, and, and obviously yourselves as well, you know, can see by the likes that this is thing. So what exactly, where does it start with you? Do you literally get people phoning in and reporting of places that you need to obviously check out? Yes, we do. Um, we have um, an email address. We, we launched our website about three weeks ago, and I don't think any of us realised um, how many inquiries we were going to get through. So, um, if any if anybody is listening uh, that has sent us an inquiry, we have replied to all the emails. Um, however, we are working through them all. Um, but there has been we've been inundated with inquiries about people that have seen adverts on the internet or people that have bought sick puppies. 
uh, and we will be looking into them all. Um, but it, you know, it does take time uh, to investigate these things because um, when we're sort of investigating and gathering evidence, we have to do it over a certain period of time. We can't just do a one hit and, and, and then present it to somebody because that they won't entertain it. We have to uh, do a lot of background investigation and follow up on, on each and every uh, inquiry we get. So how many inquiries do you get? I, I mean, that's very hard. I mean, obviously one week's different than the other, but, you know, in general, how busy is this? It's very busy at the moment. Um, before we launched the website, I would say we, we sort of maybe got a couple of weeks. Um, but now um, we're sort of working on sort of at least three or four inquiries uh, a day. So, yes, it's <laughs> it's getting very busy indeed. And some of them are all linked into the same inquiry, so that, that, that does make it a little bit easier. Absolutely. Now, obviously, you know, we've all been there. We've seen that cute pup and everything how have you got any stories in particular that you can or one that literally i mean obviously every story is is bad enough but you know have you got any stories in particular that you can sort of explain to how this actually goes yeah um i mean myself when i was younger um, my mum uh bought me a, a puppy for my um for christmas when i was uh, in, back in 1977 um and you know Nowadays, I wouldn't expect any breeder to sell, apart from a puppy farmer, to sell a puppy ready ready for Christmas. But, you know, we have all done it. We have all fallen for the puppy or been taken in. And, and the important thing is nobody is born with the knowledge um, uh, of, of the ethical breeding of puppies. Um, as it turned out, you know, the puppy I had was, was had terrible behavioral problems, um, very, very ill. Um, she did. She did live till she was nearly fourteen, but she must have cost my my mother tens of thousands of pounds. Uh, but my mum thought that she was going to a decent breeder. She thought that the breeder must know what she was doing because she had about sixteen or seventeen different breeds of dogs. And and this is one of the key things: ethical breeders um, usually only specialise in one, if if not two, um, breeds of dog. And uh, I think it's important to note that spec aren't against dog breeding as such. You know, we love our dogs, we love our breeds, um, we don't want to see any of those fizzle out. Um, what I would like, or what we would like to see is is perhaps a, a year or two off so we can get rid of these pound dogs uh, that are sitting there being put to sleep after five days. And and what a lot of people don't realize is that, that the, the rescues and the breed rescues are inundated with puppies very often uh, that don't get put on their website. So if you do want a puppy, um, please do uh, contact your local rescue first uh, and see what they've got to offer. I mean, I can, I'll come on to how, if you did want to buy a puppy, you know, how to do that, do that a little later. But there is some horrendous stories out there. And it wasn't until um, I, I went through a rescue and I got Martha, my, my golden retriever, um, and she was an ex-breeder. Ex, uh, and the state of her when I got her, and I know that the, the you know the other girls involved in spec they've they've had some horrendous cases come through that, that have been rescued. The state of the dogs that are in those puppy farms is absolutely heartbreaking. Absolutely. Now I, I can actually sort of comment to this. I can remember going back um, some time ago, and obviously I won't mention names, but. There was um, a breeder that we knew of, and it literally, we, we got told about this quite a few times, and this is going back some years, 
and we went to have a look and we really did not realise what we were actually walking into mm-hmm. and we literally feel like me, me and a friend uh, went there and we're literally trying to be investigators we want to know what's going on so we're not acting as if we really cared about these pups and um not sorry that didn't sound right that we really wanted one of these pups right yeah, sure. and uh, we went in and we literally stood there and uh, she said oh yes they're this that and the other and I said, oh, do you mind? I said, I must just have a, w- have a word with We're not sure. Is it okay? And she said, oh, yeah, yeah, help yourself. Anyway, I, said, I just looked at me, mate, and I said, oh, my God. I said, Come, have you not got a big enough pocket? And she said, mm-hmm. what? And I meant, this is disgusting. And these puppies are, and the mum, I mean, as nasty as it sounds, I mean, the pups were quite, looked well. And, it, and I literally picked one up and I thought, I said to my mate, I said, they look well, but they're actually not. And she looked at me and I went, because she hadn't really got a clue what she was looking for, to be fair. Yeah. And I picked up this poor little puppy and it was massive. And it wasn't until I picked it up and I showed her and I said, it's riddled with worms. Yeah. And its stomach was that bloated and there was worms coming out of its bottom and everything. And, it just absolutely broke my heart. If I'd have got the money, I'd have bought the lot just to say, right, let's get them out. But I know you're going to say to me, even if you'd have bought them, that that means that they would have just got some more. Yeah, they would have just made it's room. Just and it's literally fueling it. Yeah. That's the trouble, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Um, and, you know... Needless <laughs> to say, they did get reported, and they were found out, and, you know, the usual... Were they? Did you know if they had a, a breeding license at all, or were they just uh, unlicensed? Uh, I'll be I honest. Didn't suppose you knew at, at that time. time, I didn't know. All I wanted to okay. do was just report it. We went in, and okay, that, that's that's a good question for me to now ask you then. So let's just say that I now know of a. And, and just before anybody jumps on the bandwagon, I do not know any. And if I did, I'd report them or I'd speak to this lovely lady. But if I actually was Joe Boggs and I knew of a breeding farm going on, um, what could I do and how should I go about it? And obviously, what's, what, what do, you su- you know, do you suggest? Well, the first thing you could do is you could ring the local licensing um, office at the council and see if they are licensed. Now, in a way, you stand a better chance of doing something about it if they are unlicensed. Um, because if they are licensed, it means that the council inspectors have been round and they've they've looked at the premises and they've deemed them suitable. Now, what I would um, I, I, what I would urge everyone to do is is go to our website, have a look at the gallery. Our website is www.stoppuppyfarming.com. And on the gallery, there is a mixture of licensed and unlicensed premises. And even I can't tell the difference now, because I can't remember which is which uh, from, 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 from when the photographs were put on there. And, you know, the, they're exactly the same. The conditions are exactly the same. There is a lot of money to be made in this business. Um, if you take an average, I, I did some sums earlier on. You need a license if you uh, are breeding from more than five uh, breeding bitches. So over five breeding bitches, you need a license. And that license says that they can have a maximum of six litters. Now, if we take um, an average six puppies per litter, so six times six is 36, 
you take rough average price of a puppy now sold in a pet shop is six hundred pounds. That means that that breeding bitch during her lifetime, and that's if she's only bred six times, uh, will net uh, the end user £21,600 per bitch. That's crazy, isn't it? uh, A moderate-sized puppy farm, a moderate-sized puppy farm would have about 50 breeding bitches. There are some out there that are licensed for 100 plus. Um, Are you serious? I am what, in one absolutely place? serious. In one place, it's not uncommon uh, for licenses to be granted for people to keep over 100 breeding bitches. And some of those licenses are gained retrospectively and they are granted. Why, I, I, why they get the licenses, why they pass the inspections, I really don't know the answer to that. But if you took a puppy farm with around 50 bitches, which is a medium-sized puppy farm, that is an end product of one million eight uh, and eighty thousand pounds for those fifty girls throughout their their breeding lives. It's huge, huge business. And when you've got money like that coming out, you're fighting greed. And you know, greed is is one of the most difficult things to fight because it overtakes everybody. There's no morals where greed is concerned. Absolutely. Um, so you know these these are these are the these are the figures and and this is this is not just I mean when we think of puppy farms we 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 think of, of uh, Wales um, but but we're also seeing so many puppies being brought in from um, Southern Ireland and now they're coming in from Eastern European uh, Eastern Europe as well um, Slovakia uh, is just one country where we're seeing puppies coming in from so um, you know. <laughs> The amount of puppies out there. I had a look on um, ePups tonight, um, just before um, I dialed in. And today, uh, on ePups alone, forget Gumtree and free ads and, and everywhere else, there are 15,592 puppies for sale. Uh, where are they coming from? Reef. And, and, and let's face it, this at the end of the day then is contr- contributing in the end to the rescue centres as well. So this is not just one thing. This again goes back into the same lines that it's literally one big circle. It is all connected, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Sorry, going back to you saying to me that, um, you know, you can have a farmer, I say farm, but you know what I mean, um, a breeding place, and they're allowed to have a licence for 50 dogs to breed like that. How easy is it and how much is it for these breeding licenses for, and how quick is it for it to go through? I'm not sure about how quick it is to go through. I think that very much depends on um, any opposition they might get. Uh, now, a lot of these places are very rural. Um, they are not likely to get any sort of noise opposition from neighbours. Um, they're likely to have sort of friends and family living by which aren't going to put up any uh you know any any opposition so as far as that's concerned i i'm I'm not sure but it is extremely easy to get a a a commercial breeding license um you know there's very little um you have to go through you have to state how many people are going to be there looking after the dogs i think one application recently went through and i'm sure somebody can correct me um that that if i'm wrong that, that they only they only had two two members of staff to look after 100 Dogs. Well, this is a hundred breeding dogs, girls. This isn't the studs um, or or their own sheep dogs, which are 
which don't come under don't appear to come under any sort of welfare act at all. Um, so it's it's they're not going to spend any money when they don't have to. Okay, so one of our biggest problems are these, these dogs aren't vaccinated. Many of the puppies that come out of there have got parvo. Um, they, they're, they're interbred. They've got congenital diseases. Um, and a large, a large percentage of them don't make it. You know, and it's heartbreaking because people come to us and, you know, they say, but my puppy's died. I had her for, for three weeks and, and, and she's died. Um, and it's a heartbreaking story. It's And it's so unnecessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I'm quite disgusted by the fact that it seems so easy to get these licenses. Now, the other side of that is you've also got Joe Bloggs, who's that, and I'm just going to say any dog i.e. a Labrador, you've got mm-hmm. a person that's got a Labrador at home who's a, who's a family pet, and they are literally breeding it and breeding it and breeding it and just selling these pups anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we would call a backyard breeder. Um, they are they are on the uh, increase as well. Uh, you know, times are hard. People are, are a little bit skint. Um, the easiest thing in the world for them to do is to breed their dog and sell the puppies. Well, Unfortunately, you know, I've never bred a dog, um, but I, 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 I've talked to people who have, and it, it's not a cheap thing to get it right. You know, you, you need to, you need to have all the health checks done. You need to breed for temperament. That's the most important thing. I don't care what a dog looks like. Uh, it, it needs to Absolutely. have fantastic temperament, and you need to breed for temperament, and you need to breed for health. And you know, these sort of chance matings with a guy down the road is. It's, it's very, it's, it's dangerous for the dogs, and it's, it, it's just adding more and more and more unwanted dogs to the list of unwanted dogs we've got being put to sleep every day. I think, you know, uh, Staff, certainly Staffordshire Bull Terriers are a very popular breed with backyard breeders, and the last I heard, we were putting down 68 Staffordshire Bull Terriers a day in this country, and that's probably gone up now. And that's not for being aggressive or anything. That is for being unwanted and unhomeable. So. Great. Now, somebody's just asked me in the chat, um, and it's, I think it's actually been answered as well, but I, I want to ask you anyway. Is You know, you were saying about, obviously, free ads and the different advertising ones, Gumtree and whatever. The people that are actually advertising dogs on their free to go home or, you know, you can actually see that it's a breeder, um, to somebody's asked, is this not reportable, or am I being naive? Um, it's, it's no, uh, it, you're not being naive at all. One would think, you know, something's got to be done about this, but uh, people are very, very clever. They will swap mobile numbers. They they will do all sorts of things. So you can you can report it if it comes from a licensed breeding or the the puppies come from a licensed breeding establishment and the council are refusing to look into that or, or they deem that a, a suitable place for, for puppies to be bred, uh, we wholeheartedly disagree with them. Um, I, I don't think I've ever seen anywhere that's licensed by the council that I would agree that would be suitable um, for, for breeding. Um, you know, you, you can try. It's, it's certainly worth trying, um, reporting them to, to the council, but you have to know where they come from. Uh, there's an awful lot of fake pedigrees out there, and they, they will give you pedigrees, or they'll say, I'm not 50 quid off because I haven't got any papers. Um, you know, the way that 
on, on a true puppy farm, they will not have people visiting their premises to buy puppies. They don't want people there. They don't want people snooping around, and they certainly don't want people seeing that the conditions uh, uh, that these, these dogs are bred in. So what they do is <clears throat> there's, there's three sort of outlets. Um, they either sell directly to pet shops or they sell through a network of dealers who are very similar to sort of any other dealer, like a drug dealer or something, um, or they will have a fake sort of website um, or, or, or put, put, put them through free ads and things like that. And it's these guys that say, you know, oh, that's, that's a very long way for you to come. I, I'll deliver the puppy to you. I'll meet you halfway. They will do anything rather than, than have you go to their premises. And if someone's not willing to let you see the puppy with the mother in their own premises, yeah, walk away. Uh, mm, because, absolutely. Uh, is, uh, any decent breeder will want to ask you far more questions about your suitability than, than, than you will ask them. Absolutely. And also, surely they would want to go and see where that pup was actually going to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you mean, um, um, yeah. Now, I've got to ask, somebody's put on here, human races put, maybe you can find some suspicious farms houses with Google Maps. Yeah, you can do. Um, and in fact, you know, if we're not sure of, of where um, somewhere is, but we've got a rough area, um, Google Maps are really, really useful um, for, for sort of narrowing down areas. Um, so, yes, that, that is something that we use use a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, now somebody called Amanda's put, no, it's legal and on free cycle. I stalk them daily and try and explain to the owners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. This is the thing. I, I mean, it's amazing what our team can actually do. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, is there anything that they can actually do to help you? Oh, we there is so much people can do to help um the first thing the first thing that we always say is that we don't want any donations we don't want your money but we do want your voice um and um the way people help us the, the single biggest thing really that anyone can do today or tomorrow is to go out and tell somebody else say you know did you know about puppy farms did you realize that they still exist because when we get out there and talk to the public the the two questions that, that people say is, the first thing they say to us is, do you know I thought it was illegal for pet shops to sell puppies? And I've heard that, if I had a pound for every time I heard that, you know, um, I'd be really rich. And the second one is, oh yeah, puppy farms. I, I, thought, they, I thought that was sort of all done and dusted in the 80s. You know, I thought, I thought that that was sort of finished now. And it's not, but people's perception of it has has sort of gone away the internet has sort of you know given you've got a glossy shop front there um and you know you can go onto a website and see beautiful pictures of puppies frolicking in meadows and and unfortunately that's not not the reality so people can get out there and talk to talk to other people um just tell one person uh, and, and spread the word that way. They can go onto our website and um, they can download leaflets and flyers, stick them up in their vets, um, or they can they can keep an eye on these people, these these constant ads, and, and take a note of mobile numbers, and just email us. Um, the email address is on the website, but I'll give it to you now. It's um, www. Uh, sorry, it's uh, stoppuppyfarming at hotmail. uk. And just say, you know, we've got a suspicious, there's something really suspicious here. I'd like you to look into it. 
for us. And we will do. We will get around to it. I, I have to say, though, we have got a, a huge backlog at the moment. But, um, you know, we'll do anything we can to help. And it's really important that people never think that they're just one voice. Um, you know, they're not one voice. Uh, together, you know, we can we can do marvellous things. Um, and spreading the word and raising awareness is, is one of the most important, important things that they can do. Absolutely, absolutely. No, do you know what? I just had a very quick question in my head, and it just totally went. So I, I, <laughs> That's because I, I talk too much. I just had one moment there. I was trying to share. It was like what we said a minute ago, you know, about sharing links and putting it onto the air and that, and then you lose concentration on where you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's just say, if anybody wants to call in and have a word of myself and Kerry, by all means give us a call. Uh, if you're in the U.S., it's 347-327-9694. Or if you're in the U.K., you can give us a call on 001-347-327-9694. So, Kerry, we've got somebody who's on the line. Let me just see who we've got. Hold on a minute. Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hi, is it me you're talking to? It is. How are you doing? Oh, Deb. Hi, it's <laughs> it's Linda Goodman from Carried. Um, I thought I'd ring in and say hi to you, Sue, and also to Kerry, because Speck are actually part of Carried. So it's the first hi, time Linda. I've ever spoken to, <laughs> to you. Hi, Kerry. <laughs> oh, excellent. Um, it's nice to I have you on the you... show. <laughs> Sorry? It's nice to have you on the show. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here. I don't want to steal uh, your thunder, Kerry, tonight. I just thought it would be nice to, to um, add in a few other things to, to talk to uh, the audience about, um, but I'm sure you'll agree with me on um, the whole issue of puppy farming. I mean, for a start, the words are, are so soft and really not representative of what it's all about at all. We're talking about battery farming. Just as we're talking about, you know, the battery farming of hens, we're talking about the battery farming of dogs. And when people think about bat, uh, puppy farming, they think about mostly the puppies. That's what. That's one of the big problems. They don't think about the parents uh, and the, the breeding bitches that are left in absolute squalor. I mean, we're actually based in Wales here, and I'm where I live is right in the heart of the worst puppy farming area in the whole of the UK. I can't spit for a puppy farmer, although I'd like to spit on them occasionally. Um, <laughs> but the other thing I was going to say was um, that anyone who's been on Facebook and anyone who's on all of the, the rehoming sites and um, the free to a good home alerts and all the rest of it will know that the, the dog population problem in the UK is the worst it's ever been. And as Kerry quoted before, the number of, of dogs being put to sleep every day is just, it's unthinkable, um, and especially, as you said, staffies. But the other problem with having an overpopulation of dogs is that it leads to things like dog fighting rings, um, and, and again, part, a lot of the issues to do with BSL, breed-specific legislation, have been caused by irresponsible breeding, mm -hmm. which all comes back to the whole backyard breeder and puppy farming situation so what because now of what the dreadful thing that happened to Lennox and and everyone who works across puppy farming was gutted by that as much as everyone is passionate about ending BSL 
we actually all need to work together on this now because the atrocities happening to animal to to our canine population really can all be tracked back to the battery farming of dogs and and irresponsible dog breeding. So I mean I I'm happily supporting anything to do with changing this ridiculous and inhumane law on uh, breed-specific legislation when it should be people-specific legislation. Um, and if we can all join forces, that's an awful lot of people. I mean, we saw the support that those protests had across the UK recently. Um, I fear that puppy farming will be so much further down on the agenda at the moment, and, and really it needs to be right at the top because it is such a huge source of all these problems. Yeah. And that's exactly why I got carry on tonight, because, I, you know, at the end of the day, I have been absolutely inundated with loads of different things because of, obviously, the Lennox story has actually opened, and it sounds wrong, but the kind of beans in the sense that it's actually highlighted so many things, including Kerry's group, um, you know, on loads of different things. And this is the thing. We need to get all of these things connected do you know what I mean? Right. We need to yeah. all have a big umbrella to bring all of these in and say, right, this is enough. It is, absolutely. And, and even, even though we're fighting it at source at the moment in Wales, um, we're equally, uh, we want to lobby for new legislation that bans the sale of, of puppies in pet shops at the other end because all of those puppies, far maybe a tiny small percentage will be backride breeders, but the majority of them come from puppy farms in Wales and I had a phone call uh, three weeks ago from a wonderful woman in Hampshire who was absolutely distraught Kerry I bet you get these all the time as well and mm-hmm. she she bought a puppy on the internet the guy had delivered it to her door she knew she was doing the wrong thing and still she did it he delivered a little Bichon Cavcross pup for £300 and um, she took it straight to the vet and it had a grade six plus heart murmur, mm-hmm. which is the worst that you could probably have. She went to the cardiac specialist. Of course, the, the puppy was uninsurable. And it was going to cost her £2,000 to have just the investigations done and another 4000 on top of that if the puppy could have been operated on, but the specialist said the puppy would die on the table. This poor woman oh, had only just lost her husband, and this puppy was meant to be a fresh start for her, and now she is nursing a puppy that will be dead in probably a few weeks' time. Now, the real thing about this comes back to the dealers, because the dealer who sold her this puppy was exposed on a documentary last year as Dylan Thomas, otherwise known as Hugh Thomas, who resides in Carmarthenshire, and he was just—he was the one who sold it to her. You know how these people are still allowed to be doing that. His face was all over People newspaper. His face was all over the television screens, and yet somebody still bought something from him. Yeah. And now they're paying the price. Absolutely, absolutely. And it is such a shame, you know, because when you buy a puppy, it's an emotive purchase, and people even when they get to the point where they know they should be walking away, <laughs> uh, they have this feeling that they need to rescue that puppy. 
Uh, we hear yeah. it all the time. I know I shouldn't have gone into that pet shop. I know I shouldn't have bought that puppy, but, you know, I felt at least that I was rescuing that one puppy. But unfortunately, you're fueling the trade. Um, and if if we could get uh, the message out to the public and say, look, you know, think about it, because really, it's clear, you know, the odd licensing people, uh, councils will do a little bit about it, but it's not illegal. So let's cut it off at the source. Let's get the, get the education out to the public to say, don't buy it. Because if, if you were a baker and you, you, you baked 100 loaves of bread a day and no one bought them, you, you would stop baking after three days, you know? So it will, if, if we don't buy these puppies from these sources and we stop, they will, they will go out of business. It's the only way. It's going to take a very, very long time. But, it, it, you know, that, that's just proven. And, and, and when we talk about Hugh Thomas, yes, he, he was. He's completely right. All over the, the television, all over Facebook. He's so well known. The story was really well known. And yet, mm. he's still trading. He is still trading in misery. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the beautiful yeah. thing is when she phoned him, to tell him what had happened. He said, oh, don't worry, I have another one that colour. I'll come and exchange it. <laughs> and I, and I, I said, well, no, God, you cannot give this puppy back. If you give this puppy back, it will be dead before it, he crosses the border back into mm-hmm. Wales. Yeah. And I said, and not humanely. No. These people do not Having said that, speaking of vets, I had a phone call from the um, past president of the BBA last week, and we talked a lot about this issue. And he said that um, the the, the RSPCA's uh, puppy contract, which you'll probably be aware of, he said if only people would do that, puppy farming would, you know, be dead tomorrow. I said, well, you know, with all respect, people won't do it, and. People need protecting from themselves, which is why the only way this will stop is if laws are introduced to stop it. And I truly believe that. that I mean, we campaign, we all do it. Every one of us, there's a, there's a huge network of us all working together now, you know, trying to get this message across to people. People either, uh, they don't want to hear it, they don't want to look at the images because <coughs> they're so distressing. And And I've come to the conclusion now that Really, unless we push for law, laws to, to actually make make it impossible for these things to happen. Um, and I know that we have new dog breeding legislation due in Wales. We pray that it will be enough. But again, it has to be policed on the ground. It's a bit like the Animal Welfare Act. Who is actually out there now on the ground policing it? Nobody, um, really. No. Absolutely. So, Carrie, very quickly, like, for instance... For people that are actually getting caught, okay, so let's just say that you've actually managed it and this has been found out and everything, what actually do they get for it? Um, it's, uh, well, Sorry, that's it, a bit of a, a piece of string answer, isn't it, really? But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I can quote a couple of cases um, where uh, it depends on, 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 on which end of the, of the trade they're getting caught. We're, we're finding now that actually um, the uh, pet shops are uh, pet shop um, people that having their licenses taken away. You know they're being very well, some some councils, not all councils, but some councils and certainly some uh, London boroughs 
um, Harrow in particular has been fantastic in um, shutting down um, pet shops, re- removing licences and, and threatening uh, custodial sentences. So um, it, it very much depends on who is picking it up and who is enforcing it. Um, I have to say it's becoming increasingly difficult. Yeah, you know, we have got a huge problem in Wales. We've also got a massive problem in Southern Ireland. Um, And as I said earlier, they're coming in from Slovakia. So um, it's so difficult. It's so difficult to try and keep a handle on this and and for anyone to to police it. But, um, But, yeah, they lose a license. They lose a license, you know. Okay, they just start up somewhere else down the road. It will go into their son's name or their mum's name or they go to their brother's farm and, and start up all over again. So really, you know, I haven't seen uh, any particular harsh penalties or, or anything that's, that's actually going to put people off. When you take into consideration the amount of money that's being made here um, and, and, and the pure greed, um, the, the sentences or, or, the, you know, or, or, the, or the fines or whatever, just, just don't correlate to that. I'm I was just going to say, with the, the amount of money, sorry, but the amount of sorry, money... I, say, I don't want to, um, you know, stay on the line because I know it's, it's um, Kerry's interview, so I'm going to go. I'll leave you with just one thought, which is imagine what it's like in Wales when you have an animal welfare officer working for a council who is actually a puppy farmer. And that would mm-hmm. give you an idea of what we're dealing with here. Anyway, it was lovely to be on, and... Love you, Joyce, <laughs> Kerry. Yeah, she you leaves it. on a note where you really want to scream down the phone, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> scream most days at the moment. <laughs> anyway, nice Bless to talk you. to you both. Take care. Nice Thanks to very you. much for joining the show. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Right. Go into that. I, I, I'm going to say to you, 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 we're talking about the fact that they'll lose their license. Now, let's face mm. it, most of these people weren't let's say, not nice people to start off with anyway. And a lot of these that of you're saying, like, we'll have 20,000 out of, like, say, a couple of dogs or whatever, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't matter because, let's face it, they can actually pay somebody to work for them, put their name in the license, and you've got the ball rolling again because at the end of the day, it pays them to go and get somebody else. And a lot of them are unlicensed anyway. Um, you know, Absolutely, I have... Yes. I have no doubt, you know, when when you when we we tackle pet shops um, and they say all our all our puppies come from licensed premises, you know, I don't doubt that. I really don't doubt that they come from licensed premises. But have you seen the licensed premises? Um, they are they're no different. I mean, they, of course, there are some horrific places out there that 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 nobody in their right mind would give a license to. But they're still producing puppies and they're still selling them through the internet and they're still delivering them. Um, and yeah, it's it's becoming a worldwide problem, or it always has been a worldwide problem. But you know, why are we now why are we now bringing puppies in from Eastern Europe? Europe when we have enough uh, puppy farms around here, it's 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 just outrageous. It's 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 outrageous. It's getting out of hand. The dealers are are having to change direction a little bit because they don't want to get sort of uh, be, be felt under the collar. Um, and it's uh, it, it, more and more coming from Southern Ireland um, on a on a sort of a, on a weekly basis. Um, truck and truck and trucks and trucks loads of them are coming over um most of those we think are going into pet shops um and uh especially around the london area you know pete where i live i live in somerset and and 
we haven't had a pet shop operating around here for years. Um, so it's very easy um, for, for people to think, you know, pet shops don't sell puppies anymore. But in London, um, they do. Um, and they sell a lot of puppies. You know, they, they take delivery of 70 puppies a week. And they sell them all. To who? <laughs> Who's Absolutely. buying these puppies? Yeah, and the thing is... <laughs> Let's face it, that's no more different than just buying a tin of beans. No questions asked. Here you go. Thanks very much. I'll have your money. And off you go. Absolutely. And But they give so, a six-month guarantee or something. And, and uh, you know, as the last caller said, what happens when that puppy goes back to the breeder? Um, it's either oh. kept and bred from, um, if that's at all possible, because let's face it, we don't care about the odd congenitive disease here, um, or it's clubbed over the head. As as is is the majority of the ex breeding um, dogs when they've passed their sell by date, a few of them yeah. come out to rescue, uh, but only but only a few. Uh, it's it's terribly terribly sad and uh, and very very shocking uh, if you could see the the conditions that they're kept in. And we have Absolutely. actually just. We've just posted a new video on Facebook, so if, if anyone wants to go and have a look at that after the show, um, it's a video that was taken um, in late 2011. So these images are as new or as up-to-date as they can be. So we're not sort of saying, okay, well, this was 10 years ago and things have changed. This is now. The dogs that you see, uh, or at least the, the, the breeding dogs that you see in that film are there now. Uh, and they are living in those conditions. They're, there's no water, or there's there's very little food. They haven't been cleaned out for days. They're living in cramped, squalid conditions. Um, and you know the enormity of it came back to me and and and, and the other girls on 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 spec when we got our we got our ex breeding dogs and we saw the state of them and we saw not just the state of them physically, but we saw their mental state. Um, it actually led me, um, I was so, so shaken by it. It, it, it then led me to go off and, and qualify in animal behaviour. So I was so interested as, as to why my dog was like this. It's not a, it's not a happy-go-lucky dog, you know. Um, she yeah. didn't wag her tail for a year. Um, she came in, I put her on the sofa, she stayed on the sofa. I would put her in the garden, she'd stay in the garden. She had no idea on how to... She'd never been out of a pen. She'd never been outside before she was rescued by the rescue. Um, and this, this is the lives of these dogs. They live their lives in darkness, in cramped conditions, with no human com contact at all. And dogs are very, very social creatures. They love human contact. The worst ones, the ones that fare the worst, are actually the studs because they are kept in solitary confinement and they're driven mad. And, and bless them, it's very unlikely that they would be homeable, um, you know, if they were to be uh, rescued. Some, some are, but, but, but most of them are, are completely skipped because they've driven, been driven mad by, uh, by, by being in solitary confinement for all of their lives. Yeah, absolutely. It just it upsets me to say the least. Things like that it absolutely drives me mad. Now, now, do you have? Obviously, there's the um, the other aspect of this is obviously the ones that you actually find out about, um, and then obviously they're prosecuted. How do these animals then get, get rehomed? Do you know about that as well, Kerry? You know how how yeah. it goes on after this? Because at the end of the day, um, like somebody else is saying, they've got she, um, 
Joyce has just put, yes, Kirsty, I have an ex-puppy farm and ex-puppy farm, as in a puppy anyway, and she still has lots of issues. Can they actually come out of it and whereabouts could people go to actually rescue some of these? Okay. Um, just, just firstly on, on Joyce's, uh, I'd like to mention Joyce's dog, Ellie. She is um, one of Speck's uh, ambassadors. She comes out to shows with us, um, as, does, as does Martha and um, Mish um, uh, and Marnie, uh, who are another two, two of our dogs that another member has. Now, Ellie, i just give a little word on Ellie. Um, she was brought out by a rescue um, and they said to uh, Joyce, she is she was the worst case they had ever seen. Um, she had, <clears throat> her, her, she's terrified still. Um, she she has she has a fantastic life with Joyce now, um, but she's never going to be. You will never get the dog you could have had. Um, you can give them the most comfort and the best life you possibly can, but you will never get the quality, or or, or the dog will never have the quality of life. Um, that it uh, that, that it could have had um, with Ellie, you know, she it's so so painful to, to see the photographs when she first came out because she actually has shackle marks around her ankles. Uh, a lot of people think that you know the dogs are just put to the put to the bitches, but but basically they're raped um, because the, the the bitches are shackled a, a lot of the time if they if they um, cause a fuss. Um, so if you were did want to get um, or, or look into rehoming a uh, an ex-breeding dog, there are a couple of rescues that we recommend. Um, if you want to inbox me, I will um, I can give you the names of those rescues. Um, they have to be very careful, and the reason I won't give the names out over the air is because these rescues have to be very careful not to be um, associated with puppy farms, if you like, um, because yes, they're very careful fine. how they word it on the site um, because they don't want to lose that connection of getting those dogs out. And um, yes. I, I, uh, we certainly don't want to do anything to jeopardize that ever. Um, but, the, Absolutely. but please beware um, because there are certain smaller rescues and there is one... Uh, very close to me um, in the West Country, who will say ex-breeding dogs and uh, uh, as if they've been rescued. They haven't. They've been bought. Um, they, so there are some people out there that are posing as rescues to the public and they're not. What they're doing is they're approaching the puppy farmers, they're buying them for a tenner or 20 quid and then they're putting them up for uh, rehoming. Um, legitimate rescues that we deal with and that we recommend and, and there's three or four of them um don't do that you know although yeah you have to pay a rehoming fee you get a spayed dog you get a dog that's microchipped you get a dog that's wormed has had all its dental work done if need be um any uh, operations um and so it, you're not buying a dog uh, you're rescuing and and paying a small percentage um towards the cost of, of, of getting that dog right. Absolutely. So can can these dogs actually ever get back to or lead a normal life? Um, yes. Uh, I mean, I would say, for example, my dog Martha leads... Um, she wasn't in the farm so long. Um, we think Ellie was probably about seven 
Um, so she was in there a long time, uh, Joyce's Joyce's dog, uh, which is going to have affected her more. I think Martha was probably about three and a half to four when she came out. It's taken her a long time. Uh, but she is getting there. They are not dogs that you are going to have an instant um, bundle of fun that's going to go running up and down the garden and chasing balls. Um, they need to really be homed in a home with another dog because they learn their behavior and they take their cue on how to behave and how to, to get to trust you and trust things in the environment from another dog. So um, it's, it's advisable that, that it would, you know, if, if you were looking to um, adopt one of these dogs, then, then you would probably be a, a, a reasonably experienced dog owner. You haven't got to be a, you know, you haven't got to be an expert, um, but, you, but you would have a, a, a sort of quite a calm dog that, that can just show, show them the ropes. And they, it's like... Uh, my, the, the lady who fostered Martha before I had her, she said, you'll really enjoy this dog. She said, it's like watching a flower unfurl. And it really is. Um, but they are lovely dogs. They are the gentlest souls. Um, and if you want quite a quiet, sedate, gentle soul, I would say go for one and you will not regret it. Absolutely. I can... Um most people of the Asu show obviously have heard about my miracle. Uh, she's a rotty, and we got her at 14 weeks old from what we call a backstreet breeder, to say the least. And mm-hmm. it's, I'll tell you what, I got her at 14 weeks old. I've been told that she needed rescuing and that she was, I hate this, free to go home. I went there mm-hmm. with my mate, and I said to my mate, I said, listen, I don't want to um, talk. I want to go and get it. If there's any trouble, I'll sort it. I said, but I don't want to talk because I'll just lose my head. So we got to the door, and this girl came out to the door. She was pretty well drugged out of her head. She shouted, Mum, there's somebody here for that dog. So we went in, went to, into the kitchen, and this woman said, oh, yeah, as we're walking into the kitchen, this, I'll just say, I'd love to have said bundle of joy, but it wasn't. It was just a bundle of bones. Mm-hmm. Walked past, sort of walked like, sort of passed me but alongside me and I picked picked her up and she put her head in my neck as if to say good god <coughs> it took you long enough to get here yeah and yeah. she is so faithful and so loving she was 14 weeks old and she didn't even weigh four kilos in weight oh, I tell you what you've never seen anything like it I took her straight to the vet's um, and I got a checked, and he said, she's, um, you know, you need to do this, this, and this. He told me all this stuff. And I was literally, and obviously they say, don't they, if they, you find a dog that's starving, just give it a little bit and often. She wasn't having the little bit and often. I literally took the spoon, took a bit of food out, put it onto the plate, but unfortunately it didn't reach the plate because she set it off the spoon, but it, before yeah. it even got the plate. Now, mm-hmm. and, and I couldn't see her hungry. You told me, it was like, you're right, whatever. She was having rice and chicken breast. She was eating better than me. And it was absolutely, honestly, you've never seen anything like it. And I went and took her back to the vet, say, three days later on the lead, and she was going in. And um, I went into the vet, and he went, oh, my goodness. And he said, yeah. yes. And I, I said, what's the matter? And he went, he said, all her main organs were actually shutting down, and I didn't think you'd actually bring her back, but I didn't want you to tell you because I didn't want you to give up. Oh. And she... 
and she now is our miracle. She's now, what's she now, four, four and a half, and uh-huh. she's beautiful. And if anybody wants to see it, go to my Facebook profile, Ask Sue Davis, D-A-V-I-E-S, and she's actually snuggled up with my cat. And she's absolutely beautiful. Now, anybody wants to say that Rotties are nasty dogs, as we're going back to a bit of a Lennox thing here, but at the end of the day, she is beautiful. She licks the cats, she cleans them, and she thinks that they're her babies. She lies with them. The dog, the, the cats literally lie in between her legs. Oh. And she's absolutely gorgeous. So anybody wants to go and have a look at my Facebook profile, ask Sue Davis, D-A-V-I-E-S, and she's absolutely gorgeous. And she's just so funny. And the thing is, so faithful. It's like if I'm not very well and I lie, if I've got a headache and I lie on the sofa, I wake up and there she is behind my legs with her head on my body to say, it's okay, Mum, I'm looking after you. <laughs> oh, do you know what I mean? They're just, yeah. They are just yeah. amazing, do you know what I mean? Mm. But this is the thing, I mean, we've seen some, I mean, for instance, look at Patrick, the one that Howard um, has shown pictures of, and, and that it, the poor thing was literally a bag of bones as well. And they yeah. do come out into beautiful dogs. So uh, my little thing is, I want to say to everybody, I know a lot of people look at these breeding bitches and they see some of these dogs and they're in a state. But please don't just look at what they look like now. Imagine the goal that you've got when they get to that beautiful state when you've got them right. Yeah, they look completely it's, different. Absolutely. I, I mean, Miracle is absolutely... The one thing I will say is that she's stunted in her growth, and a lot of people say, oh, is she just a puppy? And she's not a puppy. But no. everybody says, oh... And do you know what, what really gets me? It really makes me laugh. Everybody says to me, oh, my, my mate's Rotty was massive. And I went... I'm not really bothered. I like her just as she is because she's beautiful. She's not massive. She doesn't take all of my sofa. Trust me, she takes most of it. But do you know what I mean? And it's quite funny. But when you see what she was like and what she was for, I must find the picture of what she was like before and put it onto Facebook. But amazing. And obviously you must have loads of stories, Kerry, of the ones that have been saved that have rehomed. Is there any in particular? Obviously you mentioned about Joyce's. Yeah, I mean, I think I think one of the most poignant uh, stories is um, is uh, a little dog in Australia called Oscar. Um, now he has um, he has really stirred a, uh, caused a stir out there. And what there's an amazing woman um, in Australia called Deborah Tranter, and she um, went into a puppy farm. Uh, now I need to get my facts right here, but so so please excuse me if I get this story very slightly wrong. I believe she saw Oscar. He was in such a terrible state. She took him, and she took him to a vet. Um, the vet um, put him put him right and gave him lots of sort of medication and sorted all, all sorts of problems out that that, that he had had through neglect. Uh, and then she was arrested um, because she had stolen the dog basically uh i like to think she rescued the dog but she well the law says she stole the dog and he was made to go back to the puppy farm um so she then um started an organization called oscar's law and has uh oscar's law fights puppy farming in australia and um Last year, in fact, it's almost a year ago uh, to, to the day, she went, um, put a disguise on, went back to the puppy farm, 
and persuaded the puppy farmer to sell Oscar to her. Um, and so she's got him now. And um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, please have a look on Oscar's Law. I believe the website, Joyce, can you help me out with that? I think it's um, oscarslaw.org. Um, or you can link to it from our website, stoppuppyfarming.com, and read the story because it's a fantastic story. It really is. And one of the Oscars Law supporters is also one of our administrators on spec. So we're sort of uh, we're sort of trying to cross the waters, as it were, and, um, and all join together and fight fight this thing together. Oh, do you know what? I'm just looking at the pictures. And can I just say what an amazing change that is? Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I'm just looking at little pictures of Oscar. That's just amazing. I mean, I do, do, um, I do apologise if I got the story slightly wrong. Um... But um, I was hoping um, Deborah would be able to ring in, ring in tonight. But she's in Australia, and it's very early. Um, and, uh, and I think she's had a few problems with her phone as well. So um, it would be lovely if she is listening in, if she could ring in and, and put me right on all the mistakes that I made. But, um, but if not, I hope I, did a, I hope I did a good job for her. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody does want to call in, uh, you can call in from the U.S. on 347-327-9694. Or you can call in uh, from the UK on 001-347-327-9694. And everybody, please just go and have a look at Oscar's Law. I, I am just looking at the pictures. And I don't know, I, I, the other thing I've just thought of we're looking at that is um, the one where Rolf Harris had rescued that one, didn't he? It, well, he didn't rescue it. Was, it came in onto that program, didn't it? And that was a, a white, tangled-up mess. That's right, and, yes, I remember. And yeah. then they showed it after, and it was amazing. Absol- do you know what I mean? And you just think, how on earth did that actually ever survive? But they do, don't they? It's amazing they the, the stuff that they will actually do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some of them, unfortunately, you know, uh, some of them have really bad problems. They're, they're born with liver shunt and heart murmurs and things, but they're still bred from. This this is yeah. the problem. Uh, there's no such thing as a vet. You know, um, puppy farmers will do their own cesareans. Um, why, why, call a, why call a vet out? You know, it's, it is horrific. Um, and um, it's money. You know, you're not going to spend 100 quid on a vet when you can do it yourself. So Absolutely. I mean, changing the subject slightly, but at the end of the day, there's all this with um, tail docking and all that. And mm-hmm. some of the pictures I get to see with that, and I think, oh, my goodness, no. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's exactly it goes back to thing. my usual saying that there's a much worse breed than Rotties and Pit Bulls and all that, and it's the human race itself. Absolutely. Totally agree with you. It yeah, just, dogs wouldn't do that to each other. <laughs> no, absolutely right, absolutely. It just absolutely disgusts me. So... What have you got any um, events or anything coming up at the moment, or is there anything that, um, as I said before, because obviously we want to try and help you as much as we can. Everybody needs to obviously go to the page, which I have put on a few times, but I've just changed my link and I'm changing that at the moment, so I'll catch up with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you, I mean, the easiest way to to go is to to go to stoppuppyfarming.com, which is our uh, um, website. We've got um. 
uh, we've got an events page there now. Um, we've got some events coming up. Uh, the Dogs Trust are fantastic. They are really great. They give us stores, and they're uh, they're really interested in, in in what we do, which is which is so nice. So we tend to do um, we only do rescue shows. Uh, we do not do um, what I would call dog show shows if you see what I mean, when we're not sort of um, into that. So we're into rescue shows. Um, we and, and the other thing is, currently, um, we are only sort of operating Midlands down, down country. Um, that's because of the... Um, because of the uh, Location of where we are, um, we we tend to be in in the, in 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 the sort of south to to the Midlands. So we would like to branch out and do some further north. Um, but if anybody um, would like um, any information on how they might be able to help us out with a local event, um, we we can give them sort of some some stuff and, and and they can get going and and get get the message out there. I mean that that would be fantastic. We always love to see our our sort of members coming along to the shows. Um, so I am desperately trying to type in the website because just before I called in, my computer crashed and I had all these windows open. <laughs> um, and it all decided to, uh, yeah, it all decided to to crash on me. But perhaps, um, oh, here we go. So our next show coming up, I don't know um, if any of you are in the um, sort of West Country area. We have a show in Salisbury coming up on the 5th of August. Um, we're in Great Bar in Birmingham on the 19th of August, uh, back in Bath on the 2nd of September, and Swindon and Do- Dizzy Dogs Day on the 8th of September. Um, that's all we've got booked in for now. Um, but if anyone's in this sort of area, please, please pop along. We love meeting our, our, all our friends and, and members, so please come along and say hello. Yes. Uh, just for that, as also, um, I know Joyce and Kerry will be putting the links also on the Ask Sue show page. So if anybody's missing links because the chat's going through so fast, don't worry. We'll put all of the links onto the show um, page, show group, sorry, after the show. Um, just want to say, Steve's just told me, tell Kerry they need a Spanish <laughs> branch. Yep. <laughs> yes, yep. everybody, Steve's in the room, so look out. I'd like um, to say to Steve, can I just uh, give a quick mention to Steve? Um, uh, I, I know he has been crazy, crazy busy, and we've been crazy, crazy busy, but hopefully um, Steve and Speck are going to get together um, and do something quite exciting soon. So um, when everything's calmed down a bit, um, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll be back in touch um, and, yeah. uh, with, with Steve, and we'll get, we'll get that going again. So I won't say what it is, but, you know. It <laughs> like, is no, absolutely ace. I'm not going to praise him too much because he will go and get big-headed in the room and I can't be doing with it. There's not enough room in the chat room for big-heads, but he is an absolute star and he has helped so much with so many things. And we honestly, we just have not stopped, to be fair. So <laughs> I'm just reading his comments. He's just put in the chat. Kerry and St- Steve doing exciting things. I am getting it going with Kerry. Back off, Claire. <laughs> Anybody who's just joined into the Ask Sue show, please just understand we have to have a bit of banter here just so that we get some fun and laughter across with these very serious messages. So please, everybody, go to Kerry's um, 
I, sorry, I hate, I always get pulled up and say, it isn't Kerry's, it's everybody. So very quickly, everybody's group, I need everybody to go to this. Please go to SPEC, which is S-P-E-C, Stop Puppy Farming, End the Cruelty. Now, I will put this link back on again. I have I have put it on quite a few times. I am keeping <laughs> up on this. <laughs> and uh, everybody, just please join that group. Let's see if we can get the numbers up for them, because they are working really, really hard. Um, and, uh, you know, it's like all of us need to be helping each other. So by all means, um, Kerry, if you want to put, also put anything on the Ask Sue Rescues as well, by all means put it on there as well. You're quite welcome Lovely. to do so. That's fine. Thank you. I just want to answer Liz in the chat who said, do you cover Norfolk? Um, we don't at the moment, um, Liz, but that's only because we haven't had an opportunity um, to get up there. It's a, it's a fair way, but it's not out of the question. If you know of any um, rescue shows, good rescue shows that you think that we'll be able to get the message out there, please, please um, get in touch with us and, uh, and we'll see what we can do for next year maybe. And also, that's a very good point, which I've just thought of something. If anybody knows of some good shows that are actually going on at the moment, anywhere in the UK that's coming up shortly or you know, in the near future, maybe we, you could um, let me know of these because then we can pass them on to people like Kerry um, and everybody and let us know how much the stalls are or whatever. And maybe we could get a few of us to literally go to some of these. I think that would be a good idea as far as BSL laws and yourself, Kerry. I think that would be a good way to get out. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, normally, typically, the, the stores are, are not very expensive for uh, a rescue um, type of activity, rather than you know, rather than a, a stall selling commercial things. So, you know, you, you, you're looking at about sort of thirty to fifty pounds, which um, to get is, is is a very small price to pay to to, to get so many people. Um, and usually at rescue shows, you get interest. Uh, we don't we don't do things like crafts and stuff like that because. To be honest, the interest isn't there. Uh, the interest is in the way a dog looks and, and not the way the dog lives. So um, we we tend to we tend to go to rescue shows. There's good old mutts. We like good old mutts, and um, and uh, get to chatting to the owners. And, and it's it's them that that spread the message for us. They're all wonderful. Absolutely, absolutely. I think you might just have a new recruit because it looks like uh, Liz is just saying in the chat, "I am here to help if you do." Oh, so, thank yep. you, Liz. <laughs> Absolutely. If you can go on our spec page and um, if you can inbox um, spec, I'm sure Joyce will jump over there and um, and give you some give you some details. Thank you very much. It's quite right. Now, very quickly to everybody, um, I am putting this link um, obviously to their um, page. We need to be sharing this on everybody's. Um, my mind's just gone totally blank. Everybody needs to share this on their profiles tonight. Let's get this word about now. Let's face it, we, we've got got the numbers on quite a few other groups, and we need to definitely be sharing this. So um, let me just have a quick look where we're at at the moment. I think I'm still on Oscar's Law here. <laughs> I've got that many windows here. I can't, I've, I've pretty well lost where I'm up to totally at the moment. It's just a bit crazy, to say the least. Now, is there anything that um, you actually need as far as, you know, Obviously, you need people to get in touch with um, you with regard to any that cruelty that they know of as far as puppy farming. Yeah, um, sure. Um, how many are you actually dealing with at the moment? Have you got any? At the ideas? moment, well, we've got quite a few. That, we've got three that we're actually investigating, um, and we have got about 
10 or 11 waiting. Um, so at the moment, we're sort of doing okay for investigations. What the biggest thing anyone could possibly do for us, if they want to pop onto our website, go onto our posters page and print off a flyer or two and pop it up in a local shop or pop it up in, in, in your vets, um, that just spreads the word and, and just gets the... gets. We, we, what we need to do is get this in people's brains sort of subconsciously and drip feed this message through to them. And the other thing is... Um, you know, I think that this um, this cause needs a, a celebrity backing. If you look at Hugh Fernley Whittenstall and what he did with the battery hens, you know, when you walk into your supermarket, you see people, they go for free-range eggs now. There, there's, there's just not that many people that, that will buy battery-farmed eggs. And if we can get somebody... Um, interested in this and, and you know we have tried over the years we've tried but the celebrities tend to back off a little bit you know it's a little bit of a controversial subject and and i think i think their agents sort of <clears throat> go oh no, no you're not touching that one you know it's uh it, it's yeah. too controversial so you know if anyone fancies if they've got if, if they've got a favorite celebrity if they fancy hounding them <laughs> and, and seeing if they can get them interested in in not just you know not just spec but the whole anti-puppy farming um thing that would be a great help because we've we've sort of run out of uh of ideas now and and, and after you've been knocked back so many times you, you tend to yeah, you lose a little bit of uh, uh, of enthusiasm about the whole thing. So, so somebody else coming in and saying, you know, oh, do you know, what? I'm going to do that. Um, I'll help you out with that. Would be fantastic. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, obviously, we're, we've got quite a bit of time yet. Now, so if anybody wants to give us a call in, uh, please call on three four seven three two seven nine six nine four, or if you're in the UK, please give us a call on double o one. Three four seven, three two seven, nine six nine four. Especially if you've got anybody listening who's actually rescued um, an ex-breeder, or you've got a puppy from there, or maybe you've you managed to rescue a puppy. You, you bought a puppy and it was very poorly, and it's now okay. Please give us a call again. I'll just repeat the numbers: US number three four seven, three two seven nine six nine four, or from the UK double o one. Three four seven three two seven nine six nine four, um, and also Steve, if you fancy calling in for a quick chat, that's fine. You can do that too. I just know that in a minute it'll be like uh, he'll call in. Um, right, let me just have a quick. If, if there's anybody in the chat room who's got a question you'd like to um, chuck it at me, by all means do so. I'm just in the chat at the moment, so please chuck anyone at me. Um, human races put maybe actor Toby Maguire. Oh, that's to to take on the to take on our yeah, that, take, that, that would be great. <laughs> if anybody's actually friends with him and got his number, give him a quick text. <laughs> oh, he's nice. <laughs> I tell you what, you just can't take that Steve anywhere. I tell you. Oh, dear, so funny, so funny. Spider Man. Oh, I tell you what, you just honestly really cannot. If anybody's got any questions they'd like to ask Kerry, please do so in the chat and we will um, give them a shout out. Also, anybody wants to give us a call in, by all means, call in on 347-327-9694 um, and uh, we'll take some calls. So what we'll do, Kerry, should we have a quick sing song and then we'll come back 
and um, see if we've got any callers in. Yep, lovely. Is that okay? We can have a quick cup of tea, maybe. Yes, I've been hoping that my husband would come in and refill my cup of tea, but he hasn't yet, so that'll give me a chance. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> okay, Kerry, we'll be back with you in a couple of minutes, okay? Okay, thank you. Cheers, Kerry. What an absolute amazing lady. Do you know what? Somebody's just said in the chat what great guests we have on the show. I tell you what, we are blowing people away at the moment with our guests. With uh, Jim Crosby, like obviously last night, we've got the wonderful Kerry tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. Now, if anybody wants to give us a call in, come on, we need to get some callers in on the show, even if it's just for a good old rant or you've got some questions for Kerry or whatever, please give us a call in, 347-327-9694, or you can call in from the UK on 001-347-327-9694. Now, I'm just having a look down my, oops, down my music and seeing what we've got tonight. Um, obviously it seems to be the same song and I know you're going to be starting to get annoyed so let me have a look what we've got now oh I know we'll have a bit of this tonight I mean maybe a bit of a a bit more low key I was going to put a bit of shout on and that and I thought no we need a bit of chilling tonight so we'll have this song and then we will be straight back to talk to Kerry and take in any phone calls too so we'll be straight back with you Welcome back to the Ask Sue Show. Um, 
I've just had to laugh. Somebody's just said in the chat that Sue loves the music. I do, actually, and I need to get some different songs put in on the uh, old uh, studio as well, so uh, we will have to sort that out. (laughs) (laughs) Hope everybody is all okay. Welcome back, Kerry. Thank you. Nice to be here. Now, I'm just having a look, and your numbers have actually gone up on uh, the Stock Puppy Farming End the Cruelty. Uh, We're up to 2,603. Oh, so that's amazing. Do, uh, Thank you, everybody. Let's just do a very big shout here. No, that's not enough. We need more, more, more. <laughs> so please, you need to keep sharing the uh, page. Um, let's get some more people on there and show this awareness. Now, let me see if we've got any. I don't know at the moment. It's really quiet on the, the um, old lines, which is really funny. But obviously, to be fair, we've covered quite a bit, haven't we, to be fair? Yeah, we have. And also, I think um, I've, I've threatened all my friends with pain of death. Uh, to ring up and po- pose awkward questions that I can't answer. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> so that's Absolutely. probably why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, right, what we'll do is we'll we'll obviously put it um, on the the links on the Ask Sue show. So if anybody has not caught the links on the chat we will have the links on the ask sue show um and obviously we still need you to pass around all of the other groups that we've got on the ask sue show as well so it, they've been very busy sharing links so they're, they're quite natural at it now oh, great thank you thank <laughs> you very been. much guys <laughs> <laughs> so um could, so also could um joyce if you're um still on oh yes joyce has been very busy bless her in the chat thank you joyce um, if you can p- share the um, events as well later on, that would be brilliant, um, and we can get that on too. So, Kerry, what we'll do is, if you ever want to come back on the show again, um, and you want, you've got anything you want to announce, by all means, give us a call any time. We'll uh, definitely have you on in the studio any time you want. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, I mean, we have got um, Puppy Farm Awareness Week coming up in September, so maybe that's a, that's a good time for me to pop back and uh, give you any updates on, on what's been going on since, uh, since we spoke tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. That would be fantastic. So what have you got actually going on within that time? Well, um, summertime's very busy for us because we're out sort of um, trying to get out as many rescue shows as we can. Um, we're doing... Um, a few talks as well, sort of, to, to, to various other groups and things. Um, one of the shows I would urge you um, all to pop along to, if you can, if you're in the area, is um, a show called Dizzy Dogs Day, and that is in Swindon in September. And I think a lot of your, um, a lot of your listeners will be really interested in this because um, we're there um, talking about um, puppy farming, but there's also um, a lots of anti-BSL as well, and I know that's um, that's something that's very close to your listeners' hearts. Um, so do come along if you can to that. Um, I think Joyce Joyce can give me the date. I think it's the eighth Sunday, the eighth of. Um, September and that's in Swindon. I know it might be a little way away for for, for some of you, but if if anyone's in the area, it'd be well worth coming along to that show. Oh bless Joyce, you just put a link straight to the events as well. Um, so by all means, go and have a look at that, everybody. That's absolutely brilliant. Oh, and apparently we will also be at the Bath Dogs and Cats Home in September. Yeah, and I'm really pleased about this because last year they were all the shows were in Brighton and London and Essex, and there wasn't anything. And this time it's 
nine miles away from me, so it's fantastic. Uh, Bath Cats and Dogs Home is one of the biggest RSPCA rehoming centres. I think it's the fourth biggest in the country. So if anyone is in the uh, Bath, Bristol area, it's always a really good day out. So do come along and, and say hello to us there. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, um, please, everybody, please keep sharing these links because at the end of the day, it's important. And we do need to be getting the, these links shared. And that's, you know, about everything. You know, all of these things are all connected at the end of the day. So please keep sharing these links. Kerry, thank you ever so much for joining us on the Ask Sue Show. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, both yourself and Joyce and the whole group are doing an absolute fantastic job. Now, very quickly, I'll just go and have a look, see how we're doing for these numbers. It's quite funny because it, we've seen it before now that different ones have said, oh, my goodness, it's gone up by loads. So let me just go and have a little look. Um, oh, come on. This isn't good for the ASU show. We've usually got it up higher than this by now. <laughs> so everybody needs to be sharing this Stop Puppy Farming link. Um, but obviously, we'll be uh, putting the links further afield for you as well. So, Kerry, thanks very much really for joining thanks. us on the Ask Sue show. Would you mind if I just said one more thing before I go, Sue? Of um, you I can. know I'm probably preaching to the converted here, but um, if anybody is thinking of buying a puppy and you don't want to go down the rescue route, please, please, please remember accept no excuses whatsoever. If you're buying a puppy, see that puppy with its mother and don't accept the excuse that the mother's too aggressive because she's protective over the pups don't accept the excuse that um she got run over yesterday and yet we have heard that one um just always see the puppy with the mother if you've got any concerns whatsoever walk away absolutely and, and the, the one i usually hear is oh we hand we hand breed it yes yeah, um, there's an awful lot of hand-rearing going on. Uh, yeah, um, you know, it's just, okay, it might be true, but there's plenty more out there for you to choose from, so don't take the risk. Absolutely. Kerry, again, thank you ever so much for joining the show, and uh, we will be sharing the links for you. And oh, It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you ever so much. And thank you for your time, Sue. It's been great chatting to you, and I'll speak again Okay, then, Kerry, thanks very much. Thank Cheers. you. Good Bye-bye. night. night. Now, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping he's going to call in. You know, that, that funny guy we've got in the studio, the one that, at studio, in the chat room that keeps appearing, you know the one I mean. Um, hopefully he might be calling in in a minute. I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hinting. Anyway, just to let you all know that the Ask Sue show is growing daily, and I need to thank every single one of you from the bottom of my heart for all of your inbox messages and everything, all of your support, especially Steve, Howard, Claire, and oh, there's so many of you. It's hard to mention quite a few, but obviously there's been so many. We've had a few disruptions on the Ask Sue Show page, and it's been hard. And we will be honest, me and Steve have got, we've had a couple of days when we thought, do you know what, what is this all about? Because we've had so much rubbish going on, let's put it politely. But it is growing, the Ask Sue Show is growing, and we are starting to get the word about and we, there's loads of different things going on. There's loads of things coming up in the background at the moment that is literally, oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, let's just say that. There is a lot of things that are coming up. Uh, we are going to try and, no, let me rephrase that. We are going to change this BSL law. It has got to stop. I mean, I have seen um, video today of another TV show yet again 
putting down the pit bulls and everything else, and I'm just absolutely disgusted. And it just makes it where I just want to change this even more. So please, everybody, I, I'm thinking somebody may have just sneaked in the studio. Hi, how are you doing? Hello. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Are you okay? I'm all right. I've, I've not had many shandies tonight. I'm fine. How are you, my love? Oh, thank goodness. And the whole chat room sighs with relief because he's not had a shandy. <laughs> can I can I just say what a lovely interview with Kerry and what a great woman she is and what a great cause she is, um, or, or a great cause Spec is, um, and, and 100% behind them. They do a really good job. They're great girls. Oh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Really enjoyed it. We have been really lucky on the ASU show with the amount of people that we have had, um, and it's been absolutely fantastic, all of the different responses we've had. I mean, obviously, Jim yesterday, that was just absolutely fantastic. And I must we love Jim. Jim's our hero. Oh, he was absolutely fantastic. It was a brilliant interview, very, very informative, um, and it was just absolutely oh, brilliant. It absolutely blew me away. Obviously... As most people will know, Steve and I had to sort out a few issues after the show, um, but we didn't get enough time to plaster all over our Sue show to say thank you very much to everybody who joined us there um, and did all that. It was absolutely fantastic. It was some brilliant conversations, people ringing into the show. It was absolutely fantastic. So um, that was absolutely brilliant. No, which reminds I, me, I, I, this morning I was I was I was supposed to be sending a lovely email to say thank you to Jim, but because of uh, certain people causing little issues earlier on today i spent the whole of my morning that i could have been raising awareness and doing things like that dealing with other things um but Absolutely. i think we've cleared up a few issues now and, and sorted a few slight problems out haven't we it's much better i think me and you just needed to do the explosion each so that we can actually move on don't you Absolutely, absolutely, and thank you to everyone that's with us. Um, I think we've got rid of one or two of the riffraff, um, and, and we, we just haven't got time for troublemakers. We're here for, for a, a, a cause, um, and, and obviously regular listeners to your show will know what we're talking about, and we're fighting forward now, um, and we're moving on with, with big changes coming up, and it's going to happen. Absolutely. Now, I'm, Sorry, I'm just so I'm looking ranting. at the chat. No, no, we, we love ranting, it's fine. Um, just to say, Kirsty's put, Sue, we need to come up with a poster for BSL that people can print up and put in their local area. Uh, That's a very good idea. Put... Can, can somebody email that to the, the suggestions line? Because um, otherwise I'll forget, <laughs> but I can get Ashley onto that, I think. <laughs> um, and also Liz has put, can we get some car stickers for BSL we can use to profit to help the, the cause for BSL? What do you guys think? Don't even mention to me about profit causes and chippings, right? Because it, 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 I can't, really can't take much more. So, And I'm not going to have any involvement in it because I'm going to get me backside slaps again. So, no, I'm joking. I, I must admit, I actually said to Bill today in the car, I've just come up with an idea, and he said, what's that? I said, we need to do car stickers. I said, because, it, you know, and we can have these all over the world. So I'm thinking we can do an Ask Sue logo. We can put the BSL all over it. And people can find where this absolutely excellent group is. So absolutely fantastic. Sorry, I, everybody's chuckling at me about my rant there. But, you know, it just had to be said. You know, oh, it, it, it did phase me and Steve, to say the absolute least. And the pair of us were close to just saying enough's enough because we are 
well, Steve, you know, I'm on here from, what, nine, well, usually about half nine by the time I've dropped the kids off from school. I go and pick them up at three o'clock, so I probably have an hour off there. And then I'm back on here and, and, and on here till probably 12 and gone at night. And it's just ridiculous. And you just, and half of that, we are literally clearing up the mess that's left behind. Yeah, no, absolutely. But what I will say is that, that since, I mean, we've all been fighting in various ways and, and supporting these causes in our own little way for, for some time. It was last week, in fact, this is the anniversary of, of, of our first encounter, Sue. So, um, and since yeah. it's only a week, it feels like I've known you for the last 20 years. Uh, but I, In a good I way, you meant. No. Um, I genuinely <laughs> feel like we have really got a true group of super special people and today, I can't say too much at the moment, but this afternoon I, I took another afternoon off work, as you know, um, and I've been speaking with one or two very, very special people. Um, and, and I believe that we are going to be a serious driving force behind the BSL legislation and behind finding a way to prevent deaths of innocent animals. Uh, and I firmly believe that. We've got some all around the world, actually, people that don't necessarily get too active in the chat or come on the show. But we have got a, a group of really superb people behind us, and I'm really proud to, to call you all my friends. I'm filling Absolutely. up here. I am. I'm filling up. <laughs> it's been amazing, hasn't it? And, and the other thing is I need to say to people, me and Steve are having messages every single day saying, what can I do? Trust me, we are not ignoring your messages. We have literally had goodness knows how many, and we are going through them. We've got emails and we've got everything. But just let me say, we will not going to stop on this, okay? This is, we are delegating jobs. There is various things going on different ways. And we are like, for instance, we're sending one person to go and do one thing, and they are literally investigating all of that. And then we've got another person on something else, okay? So everybody, you know, please just bear with us. We are two people, and we're trying to delegate here, but obviously we've got to, first of all, we've got to make sure that the person we're giving it to isn't somebody that we don't want to be giving information to. So please bear with us. We are getting there, but obviously we've had to go through all the trials and revelations of everything else, but we are getting there. And trust me, the things that Steve is talking about, we are going to be pushing so far forward and having Jim on board last night, and he has said to us that he will do anything to help us out, I think we are definitely on the right track. And trust me, this is definitely going to be the place to be. Yeah, I, I, just elaborating on that a little bit, obviously what, what the listeners don't know, after the show finished last night, yourself and I chatted for, uh, must have been at least another 30 or 40 minutes with Bill off air. Um, and, and yeah, he has, as you said, he's completely behind us and he's got a lot of ideas um, working in, in the UK and further afield um, I, I think we have to bear in mind to all of these guys that are wanting to help, we, we love you all and believe me we're going to get you all doing as much as possible and I'm, I'm so grateful to everyone um, but we have got to remember here, Rome was not built in a day and the, the changes that we're looking at making and, and you know worldwide and, and even UK for example these things are going to be years off, um, and, and therefore, obviously, this sort of group came about last week. We sort of filtered out some bad people, some very bad people. We've got together a really group, a group of really lovely people. But obviously, we're in this for the long run, and it's a marathon, not a race. Um, and 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 
I think it's going to take you know a few weeks for things to settle and, and our direction to, to move forward. Uh, but I think it's fair to say, just to tease people a little bit, um, that they're going to be hearing an awful lot more of this radio channel um, over the coming over the coming weeks and months. Um, and I think it's fair to say that um, the Ask Sue sort of brand, if you like, is not going to be a an hour a night job for much longer. Can I say that, or do you want to bleed that out before you broadcast said it? it? <laughs> Oh, are we live? Oh, Christ, love candy. <laughs> you poor sods, you've got to stick with me a bit longer. Oh, my goodness. Can you actually cope with more than two hours? Saying that, they actually requested it that a week. To, it'll be a week, won't it? When they were actually asking yeah, me week. to um, actually do another two hours within half an hour of it. <laughs> Joe, you know, today I had a, a conversation with somebody, and I won't name them, but... but somebody who is um, a, a very significant name in, in the whole dog world, um, who, who actually said um, to, to me, um, and, and I've not even told you this yet off air, Sue, because you've been very busy today uh, making your daughter look beautiful, and I've just seen photos of her, and she does look lovely. Um, but um, somebody actually said to me today, Thank God for Sue, and I'm so proud personally, Sue, to, to have got to know you. Thank God to, for Sue and, and the show and you guys, because the Lennox thing highlighted one thing, and it's the same. It's, it's not just Lennox; it's, it's it's the whole cause of BSL. Nobody is giving it live coverage and saying it like it is and fighting it, but also giving it media coverage. And although we're a small group. With a year from now, there, there will be thousands of people listening to this show because we are the only people that are brave enough to actually speak out live on air and say what we think to these laws and do something about it. And, 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 and I've had that, you know, a personal thanks from somebody, you know, very respected in the dog world today. And, and that was very nice to hear, you know. And, and I think it's very true. Nobody else, apart from something I've not seen yet, but some program BBC did last night, which I've still got to watch, but uh, apparently that wasn't the best publicity in the world. No, I've actually quickly mentioned that. Was that the one shown? Yeah, somebody's sent me a link to that today, and I've not had a chance to sit and watch it yet, but um, they, they, they were well, apparently very I will very actually favorite. own up to the fact that I had tears in my eyes. Yeah, well, that was when Bambi was on. What about the one show? <laughs> no, mine was Lassie, love. <laughs> oh, Lassie, just was going it? Off that. I can remember... <laughs> I've just got to go off the... Sh- off the beaten track here, just excuse me everybody I can remember watching Lassie when I was a kid actually, and my dad came in to have a cup of tea and he said, what's up with you? and I went, oh dad Lassie's hurt its leg and he's really suffering and he went, I'm sure it'll be alright soon and he come back in and had another cup of tea a bit later and he went and now it's Lassie, oh it's better now the leg's so much better and it's walking fire when <laughs> <laughs> you think back to these things, and, and like Littlest Hobo, I mean, how many people did actually cry over the poor Littlest Hobo? You know, and when it walked off, you thought, oh my goodness, I want to take him in, but he was quite happy wandering around. Anyway, I sorry, sobbed over Nemo the, the fish. Sorry? I said I sobbed over Nemo the fish. <laughs> I did, it filled me right up that when he was in the little bowl trying to escape. It was a lovely story. By the way, moving back on, Sue, talk about seriously. Yeah, sorry, sorry, going totally off. Um, where were we up to? I've totally lost my track. No, I was just um, saying we're, we're really the only people giving good media courage and you were just about to talk absolutely. about the, the one show and what you saw on that, because please do fill me in. It was, um, oh, how can I put it? They've literally done it very quickly. Um, 
they sort of did a filming where they were going round and picking up, uh, if they'd had a report of a, a pit bull type, I hate that word at the minute, type. Um, that's been a very interesting word floating around with, with that. Sorry, that's been a very, very interesting word floating around with, shall we say, our legal team today, the word type. We're going to have a lot of fun with that word. I, I think but it's ridiculous. On. Anyway, um, they were going round to these houses that had been um, told that they'd got a pit bull type dog. And obviously they were take, going to these ordinary people in these houses and these, these people absolutely distraught that they were actually just coming in and saying, right, we've had a, um, a phone call that this is um, a pit bull type dog. We will take it for a couple of days, um, but you might have it back in a couple of days, but it, we'll have to do the assessment. Now, dude, are these people for real? They're going to come in and they're going to take the dog and they're just going to let, you know, these people who just say, yeah, yeah, here's my dog for a couple of days. Uh, and especially but now, they especially do. after they this. they do. This is the problem. They do. It's they so do, because hot. when I people get a knock on the door from the police, they, they cooperate. Yeah, I was sorry, absolutely sorry. heartbroken. These poor people. Now, very quickly, they went, um, they were going, they'd actually been to one place. On the way down the road, she was going past this church, this whoever she was, um, and apologise for not remembering her name, but anyway, going down the road, and she said, oh, I've just spotted one. And everybody's going, what have you spotted, a graveyard? No, no, she'd actually spotted somebody walking, a pit bull-type dog. She literally went round there, spoke to this poor guy, and literally took the dog there and then. He never even had a chance to go home. He, she literally put it was in the back van, and there he is putting the back of this van and, and literally sobbing. I'm like, that is just mental. And so, so this was so in the UK? Yes. And for all these people that are saying, oh, it won't be me, I tell you what, watch that programme, come back to me and tell me it won't be. Because I'm not being funny. There was one, in, and I've actually spoken to a couple of these there's a lady who's going to forward me the um, my number to somebody because their dog is actually up in court tomorrow on the same sort of thing to see if they can actually have it come back home. And this one guy, I think one of them, that, that I think it was the one that got the brown type pit bull type, um, he, he'd actually got a heart condition anyway. And this poor bloke is devastated and he this dog sort of gave a warning. If this guy wasn't very well, he sort of gave a warning. So I don't know if it was because the neighbours heard the dog barking or whatever. And I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, John, you know we're saying to people, just be careful what you're doing because it, it seems to be that now the Lennox thing, they seem to think they've got their own laws. And I'm thinking, they're just going along the street and just picking up a random dog. It's so disgraceful. I, I don't know. It's an absolute... So, I, I mean, I, I, I thing, thought... Sorry, don't carry on, Sue. Just very quickly, can I just say to people, just a, please, a very quick thought. And me, I'm saying this, right, and I'm going to say, Sue, you're actually saying something you need to think yourself. For everybody who's listening, who is posting pictures of their dog saying, save Lennox, and they, or whatever we've been doing, just remember, you are pit, putting your picture of your dog on Facebook, and be careful. Because at the end of the day, if they see this picture, it is not going to take much for them to think, oh, that might be a pit bull type. Okay? Yeah. So please just be careful what you're doing. Facebook's 
been very good to us and at times very bad to us. But please just be careful, okay? Because at the end of the day, you never know. I'm not saying that that's going to happen, but if they can drive down the road and just happen to see this pit bull type in a churchyard and that you go around and pick it up, who knows? So please just be careful. Sorry, Steve, carry on. No, 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 absolutely. And Jim highlighted something which has fueled me today, and we'll talk about this later, actually, and, and, and before we start saying things that might not come true. Um, but, but Jim highlighted something very, very true. Most, from, from, from the information we have, most dog wardens uh, and, and people of this sort of nature in the UK really are not qualified to actually determine what a pit bull is, which is why this word type is used. Uh, but furthermore, when they do take these dogs away and do the necessary tests on them, they are not expert enough to necessarily know what is normal behavior for a dog of that bully breed sort of style and 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 you know like my roti for example will and and i'm okay maybe this is my fault but when we play he will grab my hand but grab it in such a gentle way you know the force in a rottweiler's jaw but he will play and tug on my hand now now that's fine that's within the boundaries of what i allow but he never he's never scarred me or anything but if somebody who doesn't know the breed and doesn't know the way they like to play and and the body language of them were to assess him you know, like, for example, well, I'll name no names, but, you know, the kind of people I'm thinking of, he would be deemed as dangerous for doing what he's just seeing as affectionate fun and play. Um, and, and I think, and, and Jim highlighted something that I'd not really thought of last night, but a lot of these experts or so-called experts that are certifying these dogs as dangerous, it's not necessarily their fault, but the authorities that they work for are not really giving them the proper training. You know, if you're used to dealing with a Labrador and, and, and you know, Jack Russells and things all day, and suddenly you're faced with testing the aggression levels of a Rottweiler or a Pitbull, you have to look at it in a completely different way. Uh, and, and, and assess the behaviour as what's normal for that breed and what's not. And I think that a lot of the problems and a lot of the deaths are resulting because these people in power actually, despite being deemed by the courts as experts, are not being given the correct training by their superiors. Um, and therefore, they're having a bit of a rough and tumble with, with a, a, a pit bull. It's showing powerful behavior, and immediately it's now signed off as dangerous when actually it was just being loving in its own way that, that, that these particular breeds behave. Do, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, me being me, um, I'm just having a quick click around as you're talking there, and I'm just looking at Bicton College, um, and there's actually a dog warden course. Um, I've just got to quote, this course has a national reputation. Oh, Sorry, great. I didn't mean to be sarcastic, but, you know, if it came out in my voice, I apologize. Um, course content includes principles of dog wardening, general veterinary health, clinical diseases and recognizing symptoms, injury and bandaging, restraining and handling, behavioral problems, equipment, microchip implanting, Handling practice, <laughs> public relations and handling people, police and handling criminal. People. Yeah. <laughs> well, They'd need to handle us if they went to take our dogs. Uh, yeah. Police and Criminal Evidence Act, prosecution, preparing and giving evidence, that's if they found any, uh, reporting offenders, 
and written and verbal assessment. So nothing in um, that talks says, about specific... Sorry, Sue. No, carry on, go on. Nothing from what you've said there talks about the specific behavioural differences between breeds. It really does all seem to be focused around capturing, restraining and taking people to court. Yep. Yep. It says, entry requirements, no formal qualifications are required. Format a programme, the course runs 9am till 5pm each Monday to Thursday, with evening sessions after dinner, Monday to Wednesday, 7 till 7.30. Um, I don't know how long that is. Um, formal assessment thing. Uh, with a written exam paper and verbal assessment by the lead course tutor. Now, I wonder if they actually have a dog in for that. A dog should be the tutor, probably knows more. <laughs> is this an open <laughs> Is this something anybody can do, or is this for a particular yeah, job? This is quite, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll very quickly copy this and paste it, because I think quite a few will be interested in this, actually. It, do you um, know what, where is that? Where's that base? Because it would be really, you know really I know what you're going to say, before you even say any more, right, I'm thinking to myself, shall we actually go on it? Do you know something? That would be... Because this was the whole. This is the whole basis of Jim's argument. You know, people train to be a dog warden based on doing some quick course and not really learning. And I know somebody said last night pit bulls aren't a, a breed, a, you know, a show accepted standard. But regardless of that, a dog warden should have a complete in-depth knowledge of the specific types of dogs because not every dog behaves different. I've got a rotty because I love the way rotties are. You know, and, and rotties, as you know, Sue, they, they behave completely different to certain other types of dogs. That's not a bad thing. It's a well, difference in personality, you know. And, and I, I want to know what they're doing on these courses. I, I want to know what, what they're I, doing on I these courses. I think I may have just stirred a, a can of beans, to be fair, doing that. And Lorna's just said thanks for the link, Sue, so I know Lorna will be on to it for a start. Um, Lorna will be going down else? there. She, I can, hello, Lorna, darling. I, can, I know she's going to be down there. Where yeah. is it? Does it say it, where this course is? It's at Bicton. Who? Bicton College. Where's that? Can somebody in the um, chat tell me where Bicton is? Let me have a look. Um, I'm just seeing what else it says. Now, how much do you reckon and how long do you think a dog warden course should be? Well, Jim told me that he trained for several years, but I'm guessing this is not several years. Right, let, come on, anybody anybody in the chat room want to have a guess on how long you can have this course for and how much it would be? Whoever guesses right gets to spend a night with Sue. <laughs> Nobody's going to answer now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've all gone offline. <laughs> Two days, Tracy right, said. You... Claire says a week. Go on, how long is it? Let's put us out of our misery. <laughs> I'm just going to say... Lorna put, if it was in Cornwall, I would, Steve, but I think it is in Devon. Uh, in Devon, in Lorna Cornwall, says or am I just weeks? being really thick Tracy, Sorry, Tracy Meredith says five days. Uh, right. The answer actually is it will start on the 22nd of October. I shouldn't give this information out, really, I suppose, but and it finishes on the 26th of October. It is five days... And it's from 9.30 in the morning till 7.30 at night. And how much do we reckon? Jeannie's just said um, $800. That's about 500 quid. 
600 okay. quid. Anybody else have a guess the time which you think it might be? It's all gone quiet over there. Uh, I think they're I quite shocked on the quiet, first part I've just said, to be honest. A thousand. Come on, Sue. How much <laughs> well, I win a date with Sue. <laughs> Cup of tea, where, love? Yeah, right. The actual price is £720. So let me. So you're in telling algebra, me that somebody, somebody can right, cough algebra says. Quid. Yeah, algebra, because we never use algebra. So A plus B plus C. So let's face it, dog warden course. So that's five days plus 720 quid means that you can go out there, pick up dogs off the street, you can say whether it is or it isn't a um, pit bull or whatever type of dog, and then you can actually have it put down for 720 quid and five days. And learn every trick in the I... book by the sounds of it, how to put a, pre- a good court case together to get to win it. That is absolutely mm-hmm, wrong. That is, yeah, I completely agree. I thought that this would at least be a case of you apply for a job as a dog warden and the local authority put you through training if you get the job. I didn't think this was a commercial activity. There are actually people profiting from, from doing these ridiculous courses. I mean, that that is completely, that that just backs up everything Jim said yesterday. Those courses yep. are sentencing just put, thousands of dogs to death every year. It, Claire's just put 720 quid plus five days training equals being able to act as God. Claire, let's set up a chip in. We're sending Lorna. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that is... I tell you what, though, just... I, I am actually going to put this on our Sue Show group in a minute, and I am going to see if anybody actually wants to do this, because I think that is absolutely wrong. And it would be good to have an insider in there to say, well, actually, yeah. all I did was this, this, and this. And it would be good to I get a tape of it or a video of it. Bear Hogan absolutely. has just said, is there nothing nothing in the UK like that? We are talking the UK here. This is actually a course in the UK. And I'm assuming that this, then, from what you're saying, Sue, gives people the qualification to go out there, go and apply for a job, seize dogs and have them put to death. Yep. Absolutely mad. That makes me even more ashamed to be British. Absolutely. I just think that's so wrong. Do you know what? We're down to seven minutes already. I cannot believe how fast time flies. Oh, tell me about it. So, Lorna's suitcase packed. (laughs) Fabulous, Lorna. You know what, We should. (laughs) I just... I am absolutely blown away that that is allowed, to be fair. It is disgusting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm horrified. I, 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 I'm actually lost. No, this doesn't happen often, but I'm lost for words, Sue. I thought, yep. that, I thought to, get, to get that sort of thing would be like joining the police. You'd have to go away to boot camp for a few months or something. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what? I wonder, you know, for, um... Oh, do you know what's quite funny? Um, oh, what do you call it? Um, people who, uh, ticket... Oh, traffic wardens. I wonder what they have to go through. <laughs> well, let's face it, they they're, they're only putting tickets on cars, aren't they? If they can play God and kill animals in four days, I should think a traffic warden's 20 minutes. Absolutely. I tell you what, didn't take long I'm, to put I'm, a ticket on my bloody car. <laughs> I am sorry, Sue, but I've got nothing more to say on the matter. I'm, I'm disgusted, and I think that, I don't know who's behind me on this, so shout yay if you are. But I seriously would love, we've, we've got 
only a few people left in the chat at the minute. I've bored them all off. Um, but I think it would be really, really good to get somebody on that course. When did you say? It's October. Yep. Who's up for going? Um, Anyone in the chat that would go? I'll and tell do you what, a, very a... quickly, I have just found some... I'll tell you what, I'm, I'll tell you what, I need to be on this show more often. I seem to be finding more now than, than anywhere. Just have Imagine a look at this, everybody. This is a bit of easy reading for after the show. That is actually uh, the National Dog Warden Association. <laughs> oh, I bet they haven't got many members joining at the moment. 28 years they've been at it. Well, that well, I'm going to read up on that. Thank you. Lorna wants to go on the course. Lorna seems serious yep. about going on this course. It would be great if we could find a way to send her. We need to discuss I tell you what, this maybe we could get some people... And no disrespect to anybody on benefits, but if you're on benefits, you can actually get it done cheaper. So maybe we could do that? that well, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we've well, got so to sort something. Like, Any, well, anyone interested, well, especially if you're on benefits, email us, because it, it really would be... I'm, 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 just a, a, I'm just disgraced by this. Um, and and this, this completely backs up. You heard what Jim said. In these parts of the U.S. where they've got no issues with dog laws, those people go through immense training and studying of the psychology of dogs and studying specific breeds. They're the only people that can testify in court. And clearly here we've got people that can spend 700 quid, spend four days, and then sentence animals to death. I'm, I'm, I'm even more raging than I was before. Sue, we're going to be ranting all night, you and me, darling. Yes, definitely. Uh, but we have only got four more minutes, so very quickly. Uh, everybody can join us on the Ask Sue Show group on Facebook. Uh, we will be ranting after the show, uh, also probably in the chat as well, although I really do need an early night tonight, I must admit. Um, so everybody can go to Ask Sue Show. Uh, just very quickly, you can go to the Ask Sue Rescues. Please do not put anything else in that room, in that room, in that group, except for dog rescuing. Okay, and also on the Ask Sue show, please don't put all the dogs on that need saving. That is literally for, well, mainly for the show, obviously, but also for BSL laws, etc. So try and put it into the right group because it's difficult because we've got so much going on. Um, anything else we need to remind people of, Steve, or anything? No, I don't think so. Um, all I all I will say is just to reiterate what you said earlier on. Now, you know, tonight is 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 to me a very sad night. It's a celebration that when we, you know, the the, the group of us got together uh, a week ago. But obviously, one week ago we were it, it was just coming up for the time of, of arranging everything we did that night in the final bid to save Lennox. Um, from my point of view, now I think it's time for us as a group to never forget but to move on from the Lennox story and move forward with what we have to do and we've got a lot of work ahead of us um, and at the same time I think it's time to you know be strict now from now on anyone st we, we're doing we're doing good and we've, we've got nothing but good intentions so if anybody happens when neither when me or sue are not around to spot anything going on in the room that shouldn't be happening drop one of us a message and whoever says it's out do you agree yes and also, if anybody wants to, also you can just tag me and Steve into the actual comments. So as soon as you see something, tag me and Steve underneath it, because then it saves us going all through it to find it. Because people say, oh, such and such is on this group. And there's about a thousand things, and we can't find it. So please just tag us both in it, and we will sort it out straight away. If it's on other groups as well, do the same thing, because then we can just straight away find it. Um, but also, thank you very much to everybody who supported us through all that because it has been, been real difficult. So, um, just 
trying to think of anything else we can think of. I can't think of anything, but please go to the Ask... No, start again. Let, please go to the Ask Sue Show group. Uh, also, Ask Sue Rescues. Also, we've got the Ask Sue Auction. Um, and just to... Do you know what I mean? Uh, we'll put all the links from the show onto the Ask Sue Show group as well. Thank you very much to Kerry for coming onto the show. It's been absolutely fantastic talking to you. Um, thank you, Steve, for joining me in the last minute. I've re- Well, last few minutes. I've enjoyed that. I've had, I've had a lovely time. It's been spiffing. Can I just quickly say thank you to your other half, Bill, for supporting you. Thank you to my other half, Gus, for supporting me because I've neglected oh, you a lot recently. They have been ace. Um, Absolutely and, and thank ace. You. As, as always, to, to all the special people that are in my life at the moment, and uh, especially you, Claire, sweetie. <clears throat> That's it. <laughs> Don't, she's had a heart attack. Yes, very quickly, I want to say thank you to um, to Bill, because he has supported me, and to be fair, there's been nights where he's been sat on the sofa and I've hardly had a word to him. So thank you very much for that. I really appreciate that. Um, and also, obviously, Gus, big hugs for you, because you're letting Steve talk to me, and I apologise for nicking him sometimes. <laughs> So Aww. right, um, so we shall leave everybody in the the um, in the chat. We'll come and join you there for a quick um, rant as well. And um, thank you very much to everybody who's joined us. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you, Sue. Take care. Good night. God bless. We'll chat shortly. Okay then, darling. Thank you very much to everybody um, else in the chat room. Uh, we'll come and have a word with you now, and uh, I'll leave you to it. Catch up with you soon. And thanks very much. Bye bye. <laughs> 